Today we're going to talk about what to do when you dread doing something. <laughs> the definition of dread is to anticipate with great apprehension or fear. I was flying long distance the other day, and for some reason, flying and packing, more specifically, just drives me fucking insane. <laughs> or so I told myself. Except this time around, I discovered a new tool that changed my entire experience, blew my mind, I'm going to share with you today. Here's how it went down. I found myself in a familiar position. <laughs> I was staring at unpacked bags, clothes kind of strewn about, toiletries just laying there, the clock was ticking, and the feeling of dread just building and building and building. The scenes from the last long flight and layover played over and over and over in my mind. My mind was playing over the feeling of the weight of the backpack on my back, the pain in my shoulders and lower back, the impatience of standing in line, the feeling of being hauled along like cattle. It was getting kind of dramatic. <laughs> and like, suddenly, I had this strange epiphany, almost. It's almost like I've been doing this work for years now. <laughs> but as we know, it doesn't matter unless we actually apply it. I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. I am not my thoughts. <laughs> I took a step back and watched the film reel playing out in front of me. This dramatic telling and retelling of the tale of the solo traveler destined to struggle and suffer. So I hopped into that watcher mode for a split second and then something hit me. I'm the fucking director here. I don't have to just sit in even non-judgmental awareness, like the scientist. I can be the engineer. So I asked myself the following question. What if the exact opposite were true? What if the exact opposite were true? What if I made this the most transformative flight I've ever had, what if it's possible, I'm going to not only learn something that makes this flight totally worthwhile, but it's going to change my life. This is going to be the best flight I've ever taken. <laughs> I had no idea how. And to a large extent, the idea of a flight changing my life in some miraculous way sounded ludicrous and plain stupid. I mean, 24 hours of flying to my unmanaged mind sounded like literal death. I remember the feeling of flying long distance last time, and for some reason I ended up literally crapping my pants during the layover, not having a charger, and just resenting and resisting every moment. The cold, sugary foods that I couldn't stand, but also couldn't stop eating. <laughs> Again, a seemingly silly example but we all have something like this. Something seemingly banal or even quite fortunate, really, flying peacefully and safely long distance that our mind turns into some unmitigated disaster or horror story. Except this time, I came armed and inoculated with the unwavering belief that this flight is going to be fucking awesome and change my life. Like, just play with me for a second. Why not? <laughs> so, fast forward, as I somehow imperfectly finished packing in a half hour, 
I'm sitting down in 24B. I look up at the screen and do as one does, start scrolling through the foreign language films and a movie selection that seemingly hadn't been updated in English since like the 1980s. <laughs> that feeling of dread was starting to creep in. Oh man, this is gonna be another painful flight. I'm just gonna go crazy sitting here. Oh no, you're okay, you're okay. Remember, this flight is going to be fucking amazing and change your life. <laughs> the incredulity was starting to settle in. But I remember that. I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I had just passed by and not really even seen the historical fiction section on the previous flight. It was really, I had just been scanning for how to watch and rewatch Harry Potter or some other magical realism hit. Escape, please. <laughs> I ultimately, though, this time, settled on The King's Speech, The Founder, Eighth Grade, and The Current War. I literally didn't see these movies as options the first time around, the first flight I took. I didn't see them. It's like they weren't even there. This time, I felt like I was sitting through a masterclass. It turns out, it's no surprise that I didn't see these options then, and I did see them now. Our brain has this thing called the reticular activating system, or this like network of neurons that's constantly filtering out what information is let in or kept out. There's an ever-growing surplus of stimuli in the real world, and it makes sense evolutionarily that our brains would be default wired to keep most of it out. But the thing, of course, we never learn is like how to reprogram it to decide what you let in. The current war, as a movie, was quite apropos, as were all of them. It's about the race to build a light bulb between Edison, Westinghouse, and Tesla. In 1878, catch this, the New York Times ran a column on Edison that read, Something ought to be done with him, and there's a growing conviction that it had better be done with a rope. They said he was hell-bent on the destruction of human society. Everyone who was anyone at the time said he was a lunatic for believing you could power the electric grid. They were mocked incessantly for believing you could light up a town. Think about one thing today that doesn't run on electricity. Anyway, in the context of this like 17-hour flight, these movies changed everything. I was parsing through every ounce of dialogue and plot, treasure hunting for insight, for learning, for transformation. It was legitimately the best. And I was reminded halfway through the following fact. The way we do one thing is the way we do most everything. And if by inverting one simple premise, originally it was, this flight is going to be painful and terrible, duh. Statement of fact. But by inverting it, by saying, hey, what if the exact opposite, what if the polar opposite were true, I was able to literally change my entire experience for 24 hours. What else might be possible? And what if what we think and experience on a scale of one to 10 is like a seven, something we just have to get through, settle, something we dread doing, is actually a two in terms of the potential of our experience.
even the silly example of the thought I had coming into this long haul flight, entirely changing my experience just goes to show the following. Whether it's the smallest quotidian thing that you think just doesn't matter, to the biggest, most life-changing and impactful decisions and situations you'll face, you don't have to settle for whatever default garbage your unmanaged mind offers you. And when something or someone brings up all your shit, <laughs> in today's parlance, we call that triggers you, <laughs> it's not just an amazing opportunity to be a curious, compassionate, non-judgmental scientist and observer of your mind to step into the watcher mode, but it can even be an incredible chance to tinker with and experiment, almost like a cognitive engineer of sorts. Can I turn this sack of shit into a bag of gold? Now, don't get me wrong, the old default thoughts will reemerge. That is not a problem. You've been mindlessly practicing them and repaving those neural pathways for years, decades often. There's no such thing as falling off the wagon. So what's that one thing for you that you just dread? When you get up tomorrow morning and think about your day ahead, the week to come, Usually one thing will pop up. Ugh, don't want to deal with that. Try this. When you see that thought pop into your mind, you feel that feeling of dread. Ask yourself, what if that thing, that meeting, the conversation, the trip, that form, what if it's going to be fucking amazing and change my life? With these little things, it can be easier, I found, and more fun to jump to the polar opposite premise, invert the premise entirely, rather than practicing a neutral thought, as we would do in our thought ladder work. It kind of jolts the mind into this fun, weird, creative, brainstormy, engineering kind of energy. Like, wait, what? Are you saying this flight can change my life? Get out of town. Wait. Holy cow. It just did, because I made it so. The goal with this exercise, with inverting the premise, with asking what if the exact opposite is true, for these little things in life that we dread, the goal is to evolve from the scientist role, the compassionate observer, the non-judgmental watcher, to the engineer, tinkering and experimenting to create new possibilities. You know, Arthur C. Clarke wrote, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Your brain, the most sophisticated and powerful tool when under the stewardship of your managed mind is just that. If you're ready to tap into the magic of your managed mind, Head on over to jonathanherzogcoach.com and get started 